and welcome to my Xbox and me episode 267 if my show notes are correct I am one of your hosts MC Fixer Gresh is probably thinking right now yo your show notes are definitely not correct because it says 264 or 265 don't worry Crash. I did the math it's okay. I am one of your hosts. Uh, <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, you MC know. Fixer. And alongside me is the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. I just want to let you know that it says both 264 and 265 on this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. I, I just want to let you know. You can't expect me to, to do everything around here. Right? I've got to keep I, you on your I, toes. I, I have notes right now, mm-hmm. and you can't really see, but. I, I had 264, I crossed out the 4 and put 5, and then after you said that, I had to cross out the 5 and put 7. 267. You know well, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you yeah, yeah, yeah. for doing your end of the bargain here. I thank you very much. I thank you. I thank you. Um, Crash, today is a big day for my Xbox and me, I guess. I guess it's a big day for everyone. I feel like, as much as it's not, I, feel, I hate this whole, you know when influencers do that? I'm not saying that I'm an influencer, but I'm whatever I am. Or I, I, whatever yeah. category they put me in that day, who knows? You know, like, today was a big win for everybody, man. I generally do feel like today was a big day for everybody. I do feel like it. My Xbox in me has been going now for 267 weeks numbered, and we've done bonus episodes out of a galore. I was going to say a swear word yeah. there, hence why I changed the word in. So everyone calm down, all right? Everyone calm down. It's like, Fixer, can you actually talk? Yeah, I can. Um, but yeah, so uh, if you don't know what my Xbox in me is, it's our weekly Xbox podcast. Again, we've been doing it for a very, very very long time now never ever ever missed a week uh, you can find us on all podcast services obviously your spotfires your google plays your amazons your itunes and beyond um you can get it early over on patreon.com slash mcfixer or if you just want to support the show and uh, throw us a few bucks patreon.com slash mcfixer is where to go uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash myxboxandme, and rate us on your podcast service of choice, preferably iTunes, so we can get in the iTunes charts once again. Uh, our Patreon producer is the one and only Erengard. Thank you, Erengard, for keeping the lights on, keeping this show going, and uh, supporting us through these tough times that are going on in the world. Topic of the show this week, Crash, isn't really even a topic. It's just the fact that... Uh, I... Have oh the Xbox Series X. I did uh, it. I, I thought that was the Xbox mini fridge. This My is bad. the Xbox mini fridge. I have one. They're the first in the world. No, I have got an official Xbox Series X. Uh, for podcast listeners who have not seen the videos that, that I put up, uh, you've got one on the My Xbox and Me channel, which is a vlog style video. Um, of the moment I literally, someone knocks on my door. It's me getting very excited, freaking out, expressing my my happiness for it. And also we have a professional um, proper unboxing, we'll say, over on youtube.com slash mcfixer. So if you're not subscribed to both channels, go and do that. Um, I just didn't want to not put something up on the My Xbox and Me channel. And the vlog actually turned out pretty decent. People seem to have liked it. A bit of personality there. But yeah, I, I officially have, I can officially say, I have the Xbox Series X. Crash, AMA, ask me anything. This is, the, sh- the, sh- uh, the floor is yours right now, Crash. Ask me anything that you would like about it. How many sodas can you hold in it? 
Zero. It's not a fridge crash. I thought we understood that. Oh, my bad. I thought you were joking about it not being a fridge. No, I'm no, it's, we it's, it's natural content. It's, actually, it's natural console. Uh, it's natural well, console. How does it fit in your setup? I like what you're doing here. Yep. Yeah. See yeah. you, Chris. It fits perfectly in my setup. It's 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 probably about exactly the size I thought it was gonna be. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, you know where like you have something in your mind of like how big it is, and yeah. it's it's literally. Have you ever seen um, one of those mini tower PCs before? Yes. It's yeah. it's it's pretty much. I think it's a little bit smaller than one. If I'm being honest with you. Um, it looks so sleek on my desk. Um, I can't wait to get rid of. I currently can't get rid of my two Xbox One X's that are on there, uh, because obviously I'm embargo, so I can't actually stream off it and stuff yet. Um, yeah. So I've still got those lying around, and we're waiting for the S to come for Haley so she can have that one. And, but um, yeah, it's uh, it feels good. It feels very nice. It looks very nice on my desk. Very sleek. Very very professional looking. My opinion i'm very very happy with that yeah okay um do you prefer that it's a tower over the normal xbox design where it's more of a rectangular box yeah i do to under- be honest with you we haven't we haven't rehearsed any of this chris is asking these questions yeah. off the dome by the way but chris is such a smart guy because he knows full well that i'm embargoed <laughs> at the butt cheeks i've not, not told him this i am embargoed yeah. at the butt cheeks but yeah um I like it, honestly. I think it. I think it. I like the design, honestly. It, 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 having it even more so, I like the design. I hate it laying down. It laying down. It just looks like a, a, a rectangle cube, just laying there. It will fit perfectly yeah. in your setup, and um, you'll be okay with it. But I just on my desk, it looks it looks way more clean and professional, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Come on, um, come on. Is that is that it? Is that you got for me? Oh, Come ask the hard hitting questions, Grace. The questions people want to know. Go on, you ask them. Go on, hit me. But you can't answer none. Ask, ask, bro. Ask. Maybe I'll break embargo oh, just for you. Let's find okay, out. Okay. Uh, does it get hot? Embargoed. Oh man. Uh, th- uh, bro. Uh, how fast do the games load for you? Embargoed. Oh man. Um, uh, how's the controller? feels pretty good um yeah it feels pretty good i like you can talk it. about it it's not embargoed I, i'm allowed to talk about what i unboxed in my unboxing video i Got specifically it. i specifically say i touched it for the very first time um it feels i've got it right here have a look see it feels pretty good it's definitely more it has more weight to it um mm. than the well uh the original uh xbox one controller um very more weighty i love the the matte black of it and i love they put like this this um i don't know how to explain it or what they actually call like the matting you know like with like the little knobs that run along it so it's anti-slip yeah so anti-slips and uh, stuff it's gripped yeah it's gripped exactly that's the word i was looking for thank you so it's gripped around the back back of it on the on where you hold the controller and it's gripped on the triggers and the bumpers so I don't know if you can actually see it on this camera. Come on, focus one. This is what you get when you get an expensive camera and you have it focus on people, not things. I tried. Um, but yeah, it, it, I've, been, I've been using it um, and it feels nice. Will it replace my, my Elite controller? I don't think so. I want an Elite 2. 
And I feel like even more so. Not that it's a bad controller. They're still one of the best controllers out there, in my opinion. But right. yeah, that's yeah, that's that's probably the most I can say, if I'm being honest. What else you got for me? Come on, some more okay. hard-hitting questions. Um, the people have got these questions. You've got to ask them, Crash. They can't ask. Uh, how were the cables that came with it? Very good quality. 2.1. 2.1 HDMI. Very important. I threw, I'm about to throw out six HDMI cables. Six. Old HDMI? Bad. All bad 1080p HDMI cables that or I just don't need them anymore. That you're no longer, if you are somebody that is investing in the Series X, and if you're a content creator and you have a capture card, remember, you're going to need 2.1 HDMIs connected to your uh, capture card to get the pass through, especially if you've got a 4K capture card like myself. Um, I feel like people are forgetting that. Because I'll be honest with you, I only found, I, this, is, this is very embarrassing for me. So playing games on, uh, on my X, because I bought yeah. two uh, 2.1 HDMIs for my capture card. Every time I've been streaming, I've not been playing with HDR on the whole time. Oh, wow. On my TV, I have. Because that, that TV right. had a high-speed cable in it. But I had a 1080p cable that couldn't do HDR to my monitor from the capture card. So I plugged this one in, and my screen went all black. And I was like, why has it done that? Or my capture card cut out for like a for like a one second thing, and I was like, "Why is it done this? Like switching to HDR?" I'm like, "Oh my god, oh. I've not had that the whole time." So I've had this fancy monitor. I've got a fancy TV. Well, the TV was alright, but I had the fancy monitor and hadn't been using the HDR on it for this long. Frustrating. So if you want to know, 4K is the, the the big thing that's gonna sort of sweep all homes right now. The answer is no, because people don't even know about HDMI. Because I'm sure you're not the only one. Well, in if that if I don't know, to, yeah. But in in the same breath, I have a very different case study, right? Which is like it's an HDMI into a monitor through another HDMI yeah. into a capture card. So I had to go and order a 2.1 HDMI cable that could do 4K and uh, 140 hertz. And you, you see, this is why I prefer my plan of not caring about 4K right now, because none of that matters. I can't say anything back to you. you so I can't much. say anything back to you yet. 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 Yeah, okay. Soon, but not yet. Soon, but okay. not yet. But yeah, all jokes aside, obviously, we're memeing a little bit here. But yeah, I have a Series X. I'm embargoed. Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say when uh, reviews are going out on the system, so I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's a it's a good time to be me. It's a good time uh, to be a content creator in the UK. I need to give a big, big, big shout out to a couple of people, which is obviously uh, Timmy from the Nerd Council and Steph from the Saga on the Sega. Again, one day I'll learn to say it properly. I had to rehearse it in a video crash, and I'm pretty sure it's in the Sega Saga. All the promo, you can have it. Um, they are the ones that actually got me included in the... Um, influence of bubble of xbox um we were having the conversation ourselves don't get me wrong um but they definitely 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 um without them i don't think i would have bought it so i'm very very happy uh to have been one of one of the very few people in the uk um with a with a with a retail unit that i got to unbox. so big 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 thank you to them because uh, it means a lot to me we've got a lot i'm gonna try and get them on the podcast soon as well just to talk through a few things and stuff but yeah, it's this, um, it's a good time. It's a good time to be an Xbox gamer, and uh, 
expect a video very, very soon. My Xbox and me audience. Look out for my channel, because there's going to be content on there about the Series X, separate from the My Xbox and Me channel, and obviously check out the My Xbox and Me channel, and if, if if there is a podcast that is done, it will be on the My Xbox and Me feed. Don't you. Uh, Crash, let's jump into what's been in our box this week, my dude. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Ghost Runner. Oh, okay. Is that on Xbox? I've seen people playing it on PC. It is on Xbox. Ah, yes. okay. Where are you playing on PC uh, or Xbox? I, I'm playing on PC. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, but I, I absolutely love this game. So, what is it for people that don't know? Because I don't know much about it. It's like a good Mirror's Edge. Um, wow. It's basically like disrespecting uh, Mirror's Edge like that. Nah, it's number a parkour one. Parkour game, okay. running on walls. There's grapple hooks. You're killing people with swords. You're dodging guns. Doing all this stuff, it's really cool, and it's very um. In a time where, what, in a time where we get a bunch of games that are very much so like these narrative, like real, real driven games, we yeah. tend to be getting a lot more of these, and a lot of games are going into that direction. Mm-hmm. It's always sort of a breath of fer- fresh air to get a game like this, and boy, is this game really fun! It is really really good so um, what's the objective then because just it's not story driven it's parkour but you're a, a ghost yeah. ninja by the looks of things from the gameplay that i've seen like what 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 are you doing so ghost runners are these sort of like guards and i don't know exactly what to describe them this i'm sure the story's explained it but i'm more there for the gameplay than the you story. said god and your but... dog behind you looks like a god dog right now I don't know, like, he was he was just sat up like watching you i'm like damn bro uh sorry. um uh, um so you wait in the beginning of the game you wake up and there's this uh a uh art the architect is what he calls himself he wakes he wakes you up at the same time there's another group of people that woke you up and there's a group of bad people, and basically goal is kill big bad person. And as you're traversing it, you unlock new upgrades and the normal normal game normal spiel stuff. There's a lockable yeah. for you to get through stuff. I'm sure that I explained it pretty pretty poorly, and there's a better explanation out there. Yeah. But it's a really fun game. And if you guys have a PC, I would recommend downloading the demo. Okay. Um, because there is a demo on PC. I don't think the demo's on Xbox. No, I don't uh, think it unfortunately. is. Unfortunately. Yeah. But it's a $30 game. I definitely would look into it if you like this type of game. It is definitely worth uh, that price point from what I've played so far. I mean, I was in all year. Um, four or five, I think. Okay. I don't think it's an incredibly long game, but there is like, it tracks like how many times you die per level and your speed run and there's a leaderboard. And so there is that sort of replay value if you want to do the perfect run and learn how to do it that way and all those things. Um, and it's so satisfying. Like getting to a point where like you're wall bouncing and then you're grapple hooking and you're dodging perfectly and getting that all in sync and killing people, it just feels so satisfying in that game. Oh, dope. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'll be honest with you. I ain't going to get to it. I am playing a lot of games right now that I can't talk about. Obviously, it's preview and embargo season right now which is ridiculous uh but a little game i did get my hands on uh that you may have heard of which is called watch dog legion uh so big thank you first of all uh, ubisoft for sending me a code uh to stream and obviously talk about the game so thank you to that uh watch dog legion a game i've been excited for for 
a while now, since he got revealed, I've been saying how I feel like it seemed, it seemed to be the first next-gen game that we got this gen in terms of its mechanics. I really felt okay. like a game that you can play as anybody that you want and they have unique abilities or traits um all voice acted uh just there's so much there there's so 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 much there that i am impressed with when it comes to watchdog uh, legion number one the world of london it is a shrunkated london and they now that first of all like it looks like london it feels like London. It sounds like London in terms of traffic and noise in that way. We'll get to the voice acting in a second. Um, everything about it is so much fun. So, so much fun. Like, running around and doing the activities that are in the world. They've got footballs around. You're doing keepy-uppies, which, again, London football, why wouldn't they have that? They've got darts in the pub. Um, you can go into pubs. You can you can just go around the world, and that's kind of what I've been doing. I'm about I've probably played the game for about five hours, um, but honestly, I've only done one main mission so far because I've just been going around and up getting the upgrade points that are in the in the game, so I can unlock all the abilities. Because that's like how I, how I like to play these Ubisoft. Games. I like to run around, do everything else first, then come back and be super overpowered when I do the main stuff. Just how I enjoy playing it. I'm not saying that's how everyone will play it, but that's how I enjoy it. Um, permadeath is in the game, which obviously is a mode that you can switch off um, or on. Um, but I put it on, and I haven't actually done the mission that like starts the permadeath. So I've got one character uh. I'm just running around with. Because again, I'm, do I'm making it for content as well. So on on twitch.tv slash mcfixer where you can come watch me um me and chat were just running around the world and people are really getting the feel of the world and the activities you can and things of that nature where on the youtube series i, I want to keep the main story missions for that so it's i'm kind of doing both and it, it just it complements the way i play games as well to be honest with you um but yeah it's like i say it's world very impressive it's gameplay very impressive it's what you expect from a Watch Dogs game. you got to remember, I boycotted Watch Dogs 2 because I hated Watch Dogs 1 so much. This is that evolution of Watch Dogs 2, I believe, from what I saw. I didn't play it myself. Um, right. In terms of its mechanics and the way it feels and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. But I've got a few gripes with the game as well as, which is its voice acting. Some of it is absolutely atrocious. Um, in terms of, I'm not saying they're bad voices, but they just don't mesh well with the characters that are in the world. And I think the problem, what they may have done is they've spreadsheeted the voice actors and then like, there must be a system of like, it just picks a voice at random, which is either male or female. So then you'll have like a, a typical British English woman walking along the street look wise um which you would suspect look as i'm not saying everyone looks the way they sounds because they don't but um and then they've got this very very weird accent that just doesn't fit either her traits as the character which is obviously a huge part of the game um or um just the way she looks like i, I found it very much with with black characters if i'm being honest with you um, where like I am my main my main character that I currently have um, is Irish, and I'm not saying you don't get black Irish people because of course you do, 
Um, but he looks more, I would have said, African or or from those different places than he does Irish. So to hear him with a very strong Irish accent, and it's not a great Irish accent either, um, it just doesn't, it kind of takes you out of the, the world a little bit. London is a diverse place. Like, London isn't just full of English people. It, I think you'd probably struggle to find many English people actually in London sometimes, and especially that's what Londoners say, because some of them are crazy racists. Um, but it's, yeah, it's really interesting playing the game and just those, those moments. But there's a, there's a few gangs that I've come across that like are bullying people along the street. Obviously, you've got like the the, the bad people uh, that dead sec you are trying to take down. Um, I don't want to do any spoilers, so I'm saving names and stuff like that. Hence why I'm not talking about it like that. Um, there are drones, but these drones are bloody everywhere, so they're very very annoying. Which I've seen some people critique um, out there in the world, but I kind of get it. It's a futuristic London where this private company is taken over it's taken over and they're using the tech at their disposal the tech that they put in place to save humanity is now controlling humanity so it makes perfect sense why it's all there like people are getting frustrated with it it's very much like um remember when assassin's creed added uh guns at one point yeah. and everyone hated it me included but i felt like that actually didn't work mechanically where this yeah it works. It forces you to play the game a lot slower than I would like. You, you know me, Crash. I like to run in, shoot people, and you can do that if you have the right characters with the right guns and the right abilities and things of like that. And that's what they're trying to get you to do: go and explore the world and, and find those characters. But um, I feel like a lot of people just got a lot of gripes with certain aspects of the game early on. Um, but for me, as an overall, again, I haven't finished yet. I'm not even touched the story yet. Um, just from a first impressions point of view, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's worth the money. I would obviously I had the game pre-ordered before I got my code sent. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's worth the money. It's very pretty. The lighting is beautiful. Um, I haven't played it on Series X, so I can't even talk about that. Um, even if I could have been embargoed, but I haven't played it on there yet. Um, but I can only imagine what it will look like on Series X with ray tracing and stuff like that which we'll talk about a bit later comes to ubisoft game but yeah I'm, I'm really blown away by it it's really 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 fun really fun the perfect game that i needed right now which is going to be interesting when assassin's creed gets it because then i'm going to be pulled between the two so mm. okay um does it live up to what you wanted the game to be in terms of like its representation of london and all of that or I'm too early. I'm too early too because early. I'm waiting. There's a moment in the game that I'm waiting for, which is very obviously with Stormzy. Stormzy's in the game. Yeah, we've seen the we see the ad, we've seen the music video, we've seen that yeah. stuff. The thing I want is I haven't wait. I'm in on the radio. I'm hearing grime music. That's a plus. Obviously, grime yeah. is grime originated from London. It's a London sound. Um, I think as you walk through the world, again, it does a great job of expressing and talking in, in british london slang but the problem is the people they've got saying this london slang it just doesn't work with it doesn't come across um what's the word i'm genuine. looking for yeah gen yeah genuine is probably the perfect word gen it doesn't because like you just wouldn't see a middle-aged woman speaking in that way 
where yeah. like don't get me wrong some and middle-aged white women especially speaking in that way some of them would and like there, there are some conversations as you're walking along like there's, there's this one that's played a couple of times which was annoying but hearing it the first time really like struck something in me which was like this woman is on the phone to her husband as i was walking along and she's like yeah i left it on the side yes i left it on the bloody counter love next to the teapot like something along those lines and it's like yeah that's very british like my mum is has a hundred percent said that so those moments feel very genuine but then when you have like this group of hoodies that are like bullying this woman along the street it's like leave her alone and i run up to him and shoot him in the face with a with a taser gun like because i'm like you ain't bullying people when i'm around but it's <laughs> it's um it's too early for me to say um right now I like what I've played. I like what they're okay. doing. There are problems, but it's still a absolutely solid and amazing game. And I would tell people to pick it up if they are into Watch Dogs, they want to explore London, um, and they want to play with a bunch of different characters. There's, there's plenty there. Okay. okay. Anything else you played this week then, dude? Uh, I played the uh, the Phoenix Rising demo on Steam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Any good? Um... It's solid. Uh, it's very much so. Rise, um, that's a brilliant... I love that, Crash. That's definitely what I want to know from the, from this big AAA game we've been waiting. It's solid. <laughs> it, like, it's... It's not bad by any any means. Yeah. Like, what I played was enjoyable. I just don't know if it was enough for me to jump on the bandwagon Interesting. day one with that game. So um, is, it, is it more Breath of the Wild, or is it more Ubisoft game, or is it a perfect mesh of the two which is like if you're into those games you're gonna love it what is it so it's hard to say because the point they put you into the game they put you into i don't know if it's a special island area for the demo or it's the intro to the game that they basically Uh, put you on okay uh and they give you a bunch of abilities and stuff like right out the gate um and i bet it's just a demo like that yeah and I don't really know, so it's kind of hard to judge like how the exploration feels as you're naturally progressing with progressing with it. Because one of the best things about like a game like Breath of the Wild is that progression of slowly being able to traverse this world better and easier, especially as you learn like the little tricks to how to make it better. Um, so it's kind of hard to judge off that. Uh, I will say like the combat is like where this game really seems to like take a step away from Breath of the Wild. Okay where you have, um, I think it's like four different abilities, you have two different weapons, uh, you have the bow, which I guess you have in Breath of the Wild as well, and all that is like, it's a fun loop of combat, I just don't know how different it gets over time, and granted there are skill trees, the skill trees are completely locked, so I don't really know how much you can mess with that and what the skill trees really affect. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing about like, traversing the little island they have is like one of another good thing about breath of the wild uh is that it gives you a lot of points that you see in the distance that you want to travel to yeah and i don't know if this did it and i really think it's because of the fact that it was more of a linear demo world with like some side areas you can go to but it wasn't really the way you go into breath of the wild you climb up on a mountain and then you see the open landscape and you see something off in the distance over there and so on and so forth um so i really do think that the fact they put you on the intro island, the demo island, whatever it is, kind of limits it in certain aspects. But I understand if they want that to be like a wow, fresh they experience. want that wow moment as well. They don't want you to experience it now and be like, oh, this is yeah, I've done this. Yeah. So like, 
this is a game where like when it come when it drops i'll definitely keep an ear out for like what people are sin- saying people's opinions on it and possibility that i do get it because i do think the gameplay is actually like really solid i think it's a good looking game aside from the character models don't i'm not a fan of the character models to be honest um but yeah uh my biggest takeaway with playing this was how much i'm actually excited to be able to stream games on a pc okay and it got me even more excited for xcloud if i'm gonna be honest ah interesting yes so why because so i went through the process and i was like this is gonna be a long process to you know create an account on stadia do all this and it was literally link google account press start you launched it and it was just that ease of access to just get into a game that quick how was it latency wise and things like that it was i didn't notice any latency at all so i like if xcloud works that good with its games i would be super super happy with it um obviously we don't know it's not on pc yet yeah um but and we don't have I, androids I, xbox feel free to send us those care packages eh? eh? yeah eh? <laughs> um but yeah it got me it got me really excited for x cloud i i don't think it's enough to like get me to invest into stadia or anything like that even though i thought the tech was actually a lot cooler than i would have assumed it's just i'm not investing into a whole new ecosystem it's one of the benefits of x cloud is that ecosystem is already there and ready um it has me very excited for x cloud to come to pc fair enough fair enough fair enough uh one last game that i played i won't stick on it too long just because i haven't played enough of it really to stick on it too long but i played drake hollow now if you heard of it mm. um yes. yeah it's on game pass and i was up one night and i was like i really want to play something but i don't want to play something that's too strenuous and i want to listen to a podcast and just that sort of thing I was like, you know what? I've been I'm into these survival games. They're like they're definitely my genre. And I remember when it when it got shown, I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Um, so I jumped in. I've literally I'm probably like forty minutes an hour in max, but it's really fun. Like it's it's enjoyable. It's a uh, got a very cute art style, like Sea of Thievesy, um, Everwild that type of art style in my opinion, which I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, I say Everwild. I probably should have said more grounded it reminds me very much of grounded um art style wise and 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 similarish in gameplay but yeah it's just go off explore from what i've got to so far i'm very tutorial based i'm building like my camp up and learning about the world and why i'm there and stuff but it's yeah it's really it's fun it's enjoyable it's it's on game pass it's on game pass bc um should definitely check it out on both of those i'd love to play it co-op with people if there was people that wanted to play it but it just didn't seem to it kind of came and went i feel like it didn't get uh, a big announcement because i've seen it a few times and every time i've run by it i've been like i want to play this game co-op yeah i don't want to play a single player um you got tutorials do anyway so i I was waiting for my dm for me fix to play the game and i never got it i'm a little disappointed but that's beside the point um it kind of came it i agree it did come and go especially when it got a spotlight at one of the xbox conferences. yeah i forgot which i one. think it was xo was it xo it might not yeah been. i thought it was but it, it might be it might be and i remember it having a spotlight i remember looking at it and i was like i remember me and you both saying like oh that's cool yeah. it's an interesting interesting looking game that we want to see more of and then it just sort of came in is it in early access or is it full no out? it's out i think it's out of early i think oh. this is the full game because okay. I got sent a code on PC. This, so this is actually what happened. 
I got sent a beta code on PC and I was like, oh, let me go play it. Didn't realize it was a beta code, didn't work. I was like, oh, that sucks. And then I looked on Game Pass PC and it was there. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll play it there. Then I looked on Game Pass console and I was like, oh, it's there as well. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like, I'm playing it everywhere. So um, I feel like it might become my new game before bed sort of thing. Like, it's quite relaxing and it's quite chilled. Like, so I've started using remote play now off my phone because I've obviously haven't got XCloud and I've got an app, uh, Apple device. So, um, I games that you just have to focus on one thing specifically on uh remote play and probably XCloud for me honestly feels a lot better to me than FIFA did. FIFA just was too much to take in. Where playing this and a few other games, what else did I play? Like this and NBA. Even NBA, I could do it. Because again, you're very focused on one player. Where with FIFA, I'm trying to sort out everything. I don't know. I don't know why it just didn't work for me yeah. with FIFA. Open small well, I mean, team packs on FIFA, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I understand the FIFA thing because FIFA is there's a lot more players on the yeah. field. Yeah, a lot more stuff you have to watch out for. With, with basketball, it's ten players on the field and ten people you have to. Watch and you out don't for. have to worry about all their runs. You can sort of use mechanics that yeah. let make them make the run and stuff like that. It just works a lot better for me. But yeah, really, really enjoying remote play, and I'm really enjoying uh, Drake's Hollow, Drake Hollow. Check that out again, Timothy. So, okay, would you want me to fix this sack? Oh, uh, sure. Let's do it. Let's, let's, do, let's it. do it. Uh, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail dot com uh, if you've got any questions, comments, or concerns. The first one here says. Thoughts on Cyberpunk getting that three-week delay? I am personally, oh, I am personally okay with it. It should come out roughly around the same time I get my Series X, and give me time to play beyond that from Army. Yeah, Crash. Obviously, this is a big one that's uh, happened. Uh, we was good. We'll talk about it a bit later. Mm, you know what? Let me just get it up now and read it out. Um, first things first. How are you feeling on the delay? Cyberpunk has been delayed until December. Uh, this one's taken by Matt Kim TM, uh, who says Cyberpunk 2077 will be delayed by 21 days with a new release date set December 10th, 2020. CD Projekt Red announced uh, the news in a statement on Twitter, citing uh, the immersive task of shipping Cyberpunk 2077 across nine consoles and two generations of hardware. Uh, quote, the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test seven, uh, sorry, prepare and test nine versions of it. CD Projekt Red and co-founder Adam Babolski and Mar Marcin uh, Inwinski said in a statement. There's obviously a bigger statement than that, but uh, we'll leave it there, Chris. How are you feeling? Cyberpunk delayed again after going gold. After saying yeah. we're gold, after saying no more delays, after saying all this stuff, where are you? Are you on the place of, oh my god, they lied again, or are you on the place of, take your time? Uh, take your time. I'm good. It gives me more time to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, I bet that's, Ubisoft. That's really, I, I, Ubisoft right now must be like, oh my god, thank god, yeah. oh thank god. <laughs> they had this. They had a little bit of a problem with um. Watchdogs being cannibalized by uh, Assassin's Creed on top of um, Cyberpunk, where now, while Assassin's Creed will drop still relatively close to uh, to not Cyberpunk to uh, Watchdogs, mm -hmm. it does give more breathing room for both of them to like have longevity and live. Because I'm sure everybody who plays Watchdogs isn't super interested in Assassin's Creed and vice versa. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah for me it's like okay i have time to play assassin's creed i have time to finish up some games that i still need to finish before the end of the year before uh cyberpunk drops and get to a few other games and whatnot um i'm fine with it uh do i is it was it a little bit disappointing when i first read it yeah um am i bothered by it not really um yeah how about you i'm i'm happy <laughs> uh, for someone right now who has got way too many games to play on his own um i am very very happy um and that's not even talking about like my leisure time of me playing games for games i actually want to play um but yeah i i'm happy about it because obviously well we should get we should in turn get a better product um also i'm not in a rush for anything anymore as i get older i understand things take time and gate making games yeah. are very hard and complicated and meeting the people behind who make games and knowing how hard it actually is um as long as the members of staff are not asked to do anything they don't want to do which again whole conversation to be had there as long as they are yep. paid for their work as long as they are appropriately um treated well i'm okay with it um yep. but if this now means they have to work seven days a week and other things of that nature that's where it starts to rub me the wrong way where it's like set to delay delay it to july delay delay it to wherever wherever it takes for everyone to have a a happy work-life balance and don't get me wrong again it's the arts some people like working hard i like my art um which again don't really like to call it whatever um so i'm fine with the people that want to work hard but the people that are working there who want to clock out at five o'clock like a normal person i hope they have the ability to yeah Yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't Uh, phase me one way or the other yeah also just like a, a side note um you really 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 shouldn't be sending death threats to the to the cyberpunk developers to cd project red because like i've seen so much stuff and it is so crazy if you like, are somebody why? we'll do this again like we always do if you are somebody who is sending death threats to anybody period yep. anybody if you're not listening to me anybody that's even the people that you hate that's even the orange dude up in the in the White House. Don't send death threats to anybody, you bunch of keyboard warriors. You ain't going to do nothing, number one. Number one, you ain't going to do anything. And number two, it's pathetic. Yep. Stop yep. it. Stop it. It's done. And I don't want you here. By the way, if you are any of these people, I don't. I don't think we have any of those people in this community. I'm, I'm really I, hopeful. I totally I'm really hopeful we're all very respectable people. But if you are, because we are... As we as we get bigger, we start getting a few of the the weirdos in the comments that say weird things. Um, if you're one of those people, just the door's there. Just leave. It's okay. All right, it's okay. You can go. You're okay. I don't want your view. All right, no, I'll be okay. But yeah, I, I echo you, Crash. What the, what's wrong with people? Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, what a what a thing to be angry about. Like I under. Not, I don't understand death threats, but I understand some people are like, oh, I took off work, especially the guy who tweeted at them, like, are you sure before I, like, take the day off work and everything? And I'm like, okay, I feel for that guy, because he even, like, tweeted at them, and they were like, they gave him the okay and all that stuff. Yeah, um, but that, you're for, again, the thing I'm learning more and more, especially as I work with more and more uh, developers and community managers and things of that nature, is these companies have such big 
big, 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 big. They're so big. Not everyone talks to each other. So not even apparently oh. the news didn't even get down to people. They found out yeah. at the same time as everybody well, else again. It's like yeah. you can't blame them for tweeting. Yes, it's going to oh, be there. Absolutely. Their job is to to sell copies of the game. So yeah. it's like yes, you, no. it's going to be there. Like you can't shout at them for that. Generally, you can't. Yeah. Oh, I I I absolutely agree. Like still don't like get mad at them, but I understand why those people would be bothered by this news and like yeah, a little bit like tilted. Being annoyed, it. being annoyed and frustrated. I understand sending death threats and all the other things yeah. that women have to go through online is just where I'm like, you're a scumbag and leave. Yeah. Like, no thank you. Especially like a lot of these decisions are made by higher ups. And so instead of attacking leadership, the people are responsible for those decisions, which you shouldn't attack them either. To no, be honest. but I understand what you're saying. It's like they attack community, community managers get a brunt of it. And then developers as well, who are on the platform. And it's like, what are you guys doing? Cause I'm pretty sure that artist who like, draws the doors for cyberpunk <laughs> yeah. no decision with like this game getting delayed so i don't know why they're getting attacked and stuff like that nope. but it's it's just calm down a little bit you know just be bothered be 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 bothered by this i'm not saying don't be bothered by it like you yeah. do you but just got you. keep it to yourself you know let's speculate for a little bit crash uh aldous okay. sends in a question and says it there is still speculation to what Everwild actually is. What type of game would you want it to be, and uh, want it to be, and what type of game would best fill a gap in the Xbox library of first party games from Elder Slayer? What game do you want? Ever no. This. What game do you think Everwild is, and what would you want it to be? Two different questions there. First of all, yeah. What do you think it is? We'll start um... with. I like I, I think that's just like purely like an exploration type of game with like some collectathons, like maybe some enemies you have to avoid. I, I that's like the type of game I'm thinking it is. Uh could it go in a different direction? Absolutely. Um I think no matter what direction it goes, it'll probably be heavy on exploration. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I don't like it's so hard to even like guess what it is because there's so well, what have we seen we've seen multiplayer we know there's going to be four playable characters like four people can be together in a world we assume you can stop by a camp so i think you're very very much right in the terms of like exploration 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 <laughs> jesus words um it's been a long week i promise you um what else though you're yeah you've seen animals, so I, probably like some sort of haunting you i think, suspect like loot I suspect it's some sort of loot-based game with mm. you exploring the world with friends leveling up. I don't know, though. Like, I generally like, don't know. Ideally, what I would want this game is to be another, like, Breath of the Wild type of game, especially with, like, its art style. I think it would look good for, like, going high up and seeing, like, the large vistas and the places you can go, and especially being co-op on top of that. That could be a really enjoyable experience. The problem is, like, I don't know. We haven't seen any combat, so there's nothing to say that it is that type of game. Maybe it's just a purely exploration game. You're, I'm just, um, I'm just sitting here thinking about what Rare's done as of late. BFEs, Rare Replay, um, like I just, I don't know. I don't know what, what, what would I, what would I want it to be? Honestly, I don't, I don't really like the look of it so far. 
Um, mm. So I, I would want it to not be this, honestly. Where it's like, not that I think it necessarily looks terrible. It's just I'm so over this art style. It's an art style that we've seen time and time and time again now, especially from the Xbox team as well. Uh, teams as well. Just I get it though. It's a it's a rare game. I'm going to play it. Yeah. It's an Xbox exclusive. I'm going to play it. But I could go either way with it. Like, uh, give me an ex- uh, yeah, a game where I'm exploring with my friends with a great loot system, which we can't seem to get anybody to do great loot at the moment. So fix it. A great loot system, pinging system, things of that nature. Like, I finally crash. We're going to talk about Destiny later, yeah? But I finally yeah. understand why you guys like Destiny. I get it. Nah. After playing Avengers... Why, or... Well, after playing Avengers, after okay. playing um, Anthem, when you get a piece of loot in Destiny, and it's a, loot that you, a piece of loot that you care about, it feels damn good. Yeah. No game... Avengers... I, I plan more Avengers every, every now and then, right? I've been playing it again with Hayley. It just doesn't... It don't care. It's just a number going up. Yeah. So the problem, the problem really is, is that there's no, there's no reason for your power to go up in a game like Avengers. Yeah. And it is this problem that a lot of um, games with service, loot-based games have is where there isn't end game content. End game content in a game like that should be the main focus. It should be a bigger focus than your story, really. Because like, if you look back at Destiny 1... Destiny 1 didn't have a great story. No. People did not like Destiny 1 because of the story. People liked Destiny 1 because of the loot and the reason to grind and the raid came out. And there was a world's first race and all this stuff. And there was a bunch of hype for that endgame content that you needed the loot for. I don't understand. I know we're going off topic a little bit. So I'll bring us back in a second. But I don't understand how we have no gigantic force of a raid in Avengers. How is there not... A Doctor Doom, uh, uh, Thanos, uh, whoever. I understand Thanos is probably a little bit too big right now because that's something you'd want to build up to. But there is nobody that's like, you are the main, you're you're the overlord of everything else that's going on here, and we are powering up to get to you. Like, how is that not the cross? That seems like they, the first thing you write on the whiteboard is the end. They they had that, bro. Modok, Modok should have been that. Like you shouldn't have gotten rid of Modok when you did. Like Modok should have been a raid. It should have been a raid boss, and through fighting it, you should have had to fight Taskmaster You're as right. a boss. You should You're have right. had to fight right. Abomination as a boss. Like that's what it should. See have that Modok boss fight, I hated as well because mine crashed a few times and stuff. So oh, it was it was horribly optimized. Yeah, like it was really poorly optimized. Um, You're right. And mate, like it, it, that that's sort of the problem. That's the problem where they made a campaign focus with that game and so the rest of the game suffers in turn and then the campaign also suffers because of the rest of the game like the loot system the co-op system doesn't benefit the campaign how is that mozart mission not in the game now as a multiplayer mission to play to, to beat him as a boss because they can't like i i don't think because <laughs> they Mo- can't Modoc's figure not it cloned. out <laughs> yeah modok's not cloned and it's also poorly optimized for one player yeah and yeah. oh, could you imagine I, I, with four you, of us? Yeah, oh and if you remember, God. it's like you have to take turns playing as characters to defeat him in a certain like yeah, order yeah, and yeah, pattern. Yeah. And so I'm sure they're like, "How do we do that? We don't know. Let's just leave it for now." Or maybe yeah. whenever they do the um, the Wakanda stuff or whatever, maybe he'll be a boss in that or something. Or maybe they'll add him around there at some point. 
um, and they can do it narratively, like, oh, they finally got a Modoc clone or whatever. But well, no, it, they they, they be... hint at the fact he don't spoilers for Avengers. They hint no. at the end. That's not what they hit. Uh, again, I'm not. A, uh, that's what I thought. That's I how understand, I understand, but that's not what they hit. Oh, interesting. They hit. Well, the ah, ah. Oh, okay. I ain't going back and edit. Okay. Good luck to you. If okay. you get angry, I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, I got one question here that I can't answer, but I was going to read it anyway from Will uh, uh, Will Powell, who says. What are the three best things you discovered on the Xbox Series X so far uh, from unboxing the first game you played on it? Um, and what are the three most disappointing? Again, can't answer that question, Will, unfortunately, due to the fact that I am embargoed. Um, but feel free to re-ask it again once the review episode is up. Um, Crash, we've gone a little bit long, so I'm going to answer Sarah Squid's question only because she's been bullying me on Twitter. And then we're going to have to leave the rest for next week, all right? Okay. Sarah Squid 69 writes in and says, Fixer, why are you such a... No. says, PlayStation announced that <laughs> Travis Scott will be a legitic... Legitic? Have oh, I said that right? Uh, let me see this. I might have said... Strategic. Strategic. Legitic. What a wild. Strategic partner for PlayStation and Xbox announced similar deal for the Series X um, and Snoop Dogg, who received an Xbox fridge earlier this week. My question is, why? I get you want higher profile rappers to endorse your console to appeal to kids and people of color. Uh, got a... Color. Got a... I think, I think that's meant to say got a... Uh, get those demographics. Gotta get those. Ah, uh, got you. Gotta get those demographics. But like, seem like this seems like an odd marketing move on both sides, uh, as both rappers aren't really known or have expressed in-depth knowledge of the gaming industry. No one who wants an Xbox or a PlayStation really cares what some rapper has to say about the console, right? So why is this a thing? Wrong is the reason. Um, Snoop Bog, Snoop Bog, Snoop Bog, Snoop Dogg has been a known gamer, a known Xbox gamer for at least the whole of the 360 generation and beyond into yeah. the Xbox One uh, generation. Plays a lot on Madden, speaks about it on Twitter uh, quite often. He takes pictures on his Instagram. He even streamed for a little while. Did some fake streaming as well. Um, oh, that was going to be a joke. <laughs> I was going to say you <laughs> But yeah, not only are they high profile, not only do they have huge influence in the uh, people of color demographic, not only um, are they actual gamers, they actually play games. It's a win, win, win for everybody. Like it generally is. Yeah. Like Xbox get to hit the demographics that they don't hit very well, which is people of color. Um, we're learning that over in the UK right now, hence why I was involved and a few other like content creators um they just don't know how to i didn't realize there's so much i've learned i wish uh, hopefully i can talk about on fix and friends um which we're bringing back but there's so much i've learned about marketing and hitting demographics and things of that nature where i'm like oh you generally don't know how to talk to to different people because you're all white you're all yeah. white people that come from very rich and privileged backgrounds so you don't know how to talk to the everyday person yeah and it's just it's just a little something that I've been learning. Look at Doggo back there trying to 
bed. Go on, Doggo. You can he's do not it. Trying to get on the... He's trying to make himself comfortable on the bed. He does this where he'll mess with the blanket and he'll like bundle it up sometimes, so he has a place to lay down in. But yeah, it's 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 marketing one hundred and one. That's why they are gamers, and even if they're not gamers, they can pretend to be gamers. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, like, ultimately, like, whether they're gamers or not is kind of irrelevant to this. Yeah. It really is, like, it's it's a face to sell the console, right? It is Travis Scott will appeal a certain demographic to the PS5. Travis Scott's Super the biggest Bowl. thing right now. He's he's killing it on every yeah. McDonald's and all this other merchandise yeah. that he's doing. Like, like, he is humongous. If you look at McDonald's, think of how many people got that uh, the Travis Scott meal. Mill. Just because of Travis, just because yeah. it was a meal, they were like, "We got this." Why it's not? just like, uh, it's just um, what does McDonald's have? The Big Mac, the Big Mac. We, it's just basically a Big Mac or whatever, and it's like, it's marketing. Their point was to get people in the door, right? It's that and... thing. It's that thing where if it trends on social media, everyone wants to do it. Like you, yeah. I, we live in such a digital space, like. Are you telling me? Maybe Sarah, you don't, but like, and I personally don't actually get caught up in FOMO. But do you know how many teens get caught up in FOMO? Like, it, yeah. it, and that's who you want to sell these consoles. So if your friend yeah. has it, and then Snoop Dogg has it, and he's yeah. talking about like it, just it just it builds right. into that. Which I'm not saying I like or agree with, but that's just the facts. Yeah. But like, you also have to think about like fan bases. Like, if you think about a a, a really big like, let's say. Nicki Minaj's fan base. If Nicki Minaj says, I like this product, that fan base, for whatever product that is and whatever product that can cover, they will use that product because they are such a big fan of Nicki Minaj. Yep. And that continues to other uh, high profile people. Um, like every fame, essentially, like every rapper and every famous person to a to degree is an influencer, right? Yes, 100%. On a much larger scale, to be honest. Well, um, that's again something that I'm learning, which is you have to talk to the right audience. You can yeah, you exactly. can have the you numbers, can... but if you don't talk to the right audience, it's pointless. You might get more exactly. likes on your tweet, but it isn't going to convert as well. Absolutely. But um, we got to move on, Crash, because we need to get into the news. We're already at our end. So thank you, okay. Sarah, for the question. Really do appreciate it and suck. Love you, really. First question comes from, it's not first question, this next story comes from, we're in the news now, the weekly dashboard, uh, Halo Infinite director leaves the project after delay uh halo infinite's project director chris lee has left the project after following a delay that will see the next master chief adventure release in 2021 lee confirmed the departure to a bloomberg news uh in a statement lee said I've stepped down from Infinite and I am looking at future opportunities. I believe in the team and I am confident they will deliver a great game. And now is a good time for me to step away. Uh, Chris Lee remains a Microsoft employee. And while we, um, this is from Microsoft, uh, Chris Lee uh, remains a Microsoft employee. And while he has stepped back from Halo right now, we appreciate all he has done uh, for the project to date. Microsoft said in a statement provided to Blue. Fresh is that game, dude. Oh, um, I don't think so. Like, I, I was reading some stuff that this is also like, it's kind of an old, um, an old, uh, an old departure similar to like the last one we heard about Halo. I just feel like three four three at this point just needs to stop making statements about this stuff. 
I don't think that. Well, they didn't. He made a statement to Bloomberg. Oh, okay. He said to Bloomberg. Yeah. They didn't come out. It's only Microsoft confirmed it afterwards. Got um, it. It's not like okay. this didn't go up uh, on the Microsoft blog or anything like that. I don't believe. Got it. Yeah, this is just this is a situation where it's like it's poor timing for three four three. Um, I I don't think that it's doomed because it looks like the game was far enough along. Like the real upgrade that it needs is a visual upgrade, and like having. But does it? Maybe it needs more than that. We just don't know it. Maybe I don't know. I'm really hopeful that it's not doomed. I'm just trying to make excuses for them at this point. I don't want this game to be doomed. I mean, because the the only reason I say that, yeah. Is because yeah. they brought back, um, uh, they brought back. Who did they bring back from um, for for Halo? Uh, Joseph. Um, they brought him back in the fold to get back involved with, um, obviously Halo. Um, about a month ago now, back in September, if we we got reported on back in September. And we hear about this, and you hear about other things. Like, did this game need more than just people? It looked good to me. Like, I liked what I saw. Yeah. Like, yeah, it could have done with a, a graphical update, but I don't know, man. I think there's more problems to, that are here than we think to even think about. The the question is like, was he in charge? Like, the person who uh, left was he in charge of? Was it a leadership problem? is what I'm trying to get at. Did they bring somebody in to like sort of rein in that leadership problem and sort of like try uh get everybody on the same track? I mean, is that what the role the, is? I think it's the director. And if your director's not directing well, right? Well, not I don't think it yeah. is. It is the director. Um if they're not directing, if you're it doesn't matter how good you are at your job crash. And this is something we're even learning with my Xbox and me, I think, which is yeah. it doesn't matter how good you are or how good Nano is or how good Zyger is or how good uh don't give a bit is at their job. If you don't have a leader at the top, which is me, saying, hey, we need to do this, and you should be doing that, and you need to do this, how do they know to do it, right? Like, yeah, you have got you have to have a little bit of um, like know-how and, and want to do it yourself, but I think that's... Imagine that with a game project. It's like, I'm a great artist. Don't tell me what to make. I can't just make it, because yeah. your job is you to need- tell me. You need that direction. So I, I think this is probably somebody else has stepped into the role that's going to be like, someone probably a little bit more, I don't know for certain, but like probably someone just like a little bit more like, hey, this is Halo. I care about Halo. Yeah. Like you need people that care about these projects as well. But you say yeah. that and we move into our next story, which is Everwild has also lost its creative director. Um, this one was taken from uh, Video Games Chronicle and uh, written by Andy Robinson. It says, Everwild's most senior developer, uh, creative uh, director, Simon Woodruff, uh, has resigned from his position at Rare. Uh, In a statement to VGC, the Microsoft Studio owned confirmed the departure and insists that Everwild's development would be in the good hands moving forward. Studio head Craig Duncan said, quote, We thank Simon for all his hard work on Everwild and wish him the best of luck for the future. The Everwild team, we are in good hands and passionate about building a game that will give players unforgettable experiences in a a natural and magical world. No reason was given for the creative director's decision to leave, though studio sources told VGC that he had been absent for some time after submitting his uh, resignation earlier this month. Rudrow also joined Rare back in 2012, so there for a good old while. Um... And also did some work on uh, Sonic All-Stars. Good game, Crash. Remember we played that? 
Yeah, that was actually a surprisingly good. <laughs> <laughs> the one that Sumo made is pretty good as well, actually. The, is it? I never got around. Yeah, we never played it, but they, I, uh, we didn't get. I, I tried to get a code for it, but uh, and I wanted us to do like a little Let's Play series or like at least a race or something on it. Um, but yeah, it's actually pretty decent, pretty decent game. But uh, yeah, so two Xbox owned studios losing two creatives at the top. It looks bad. Yeah. But it could yeah. just be a coincidence. It could be a coincidence. It also is like, we don't know. Um, do we? Did we get a release here for Everwild? No. Yeah. So like, we don't know how far Everwild was out, and maybe they were looking at it like, this is the time we need to ship the project. Project, and it's a similar case of like our leadership isn't like where it needs to be. We need to get somebody else to like start steering the ship. Or yeah. It could be a numerous amount of stuff. Like we don't really know what the situation is there. Um. Hopefully that's early enough along or far enough along. I'm going to assume more so early enough or hope more so early enough that it doesn't really mess with them um, in terms of releasing the game or like putting like a damper on the productivity that they might have had. Um, yeah, this is just like, it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate these two stories came out so close together as well. Yeah, 100%. Moving on though. Xbox have announced a partnership with AMD Crash. Uh, this one was taken from WCCFTech.com uh, and was written by uh, Anison Olimbo. Palumbo, I believe. Uh, the Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X are the only next-gen consoles featuring the full AMD RDNA 2 to architecture, says Microsoft. Following the, uh, sorry, immediately following the hotly anticipated AMD uh, RDNA 2 big Navi uh, read on RX numbers, a bunch of geek stuff, all right? A uh, blog post went up on the Xbox Wire, uh, penned by te uh, technical forward Andrew Godden, uh, director of programming manager Jason Rowland, who follows me on Twitter, Crash. Crash? Oh, does he? Jason Rowland, big, 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 let me tell you. We're going to get Jason on this podcast one. Uh, the article congratulates AMD on the unveiling, but also makes a point to point out that the Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X consoles are the only next-gen ones featuring the full support for AMD and RDNA 2 architect. Um, I'm not going to read through it, but, and obviously go do your research if you want to know more about this. I am not the technical guy. Most people know that. Um, Fresh tells me all my information and he's not really a technical guy either, if we're being honest. Yeah. And that's never that's a good thing. So I never want to talk out my butt, but definitely go do the research on this. Um, I know it, it's all formed around the um, the architecture, the uh, RDNA 2 architecture, obviously, and that it's a big deal, but apparently PlayStation does have something comparable to it as well as. So this is something that obviously Microsoft is uh, bigging up and so they should. They've partnered with AMD on yeah. it. It's a big thing. We don't know how big this is actually going to be just yet. This might be something that we see down the line with we when other games are using obviously variable um, rate shaders and stuff like that. Well, we'll, this will be something we see down the line, I believe. Not in the games we're getting for the next maybe even two years. We will have to wait and see on that one. So uh, congratulations to Microsoft, obviously, for getting this together and uh, doing the business. Next one, Far Cry 6 out of nowhere has been delayed. Didn't even see this one, Crash, until earlier today. Uh, Far Cry 6 is delayed until after March 2021. 
Uh, again, written by Matt TM, Kim of IGM. Far Cry 6 has pushed back into the next physical year, according to Ubisoft, in the latest financial earnings. It, in its uh, quarterly earnings report with investors, Ubisoft revealed due to the impact of COVID-19, Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine fresh, has been yeah. moved into the physical year of 2021 to 2022. Uh, we've got a little bit of an update here, which was EG's Gelman did confirm all of this um, in a Q&A portion of the investors call as well. How does that make you feel, Gresh? Um, okay. Yeah? I don't really. Far Cry is not. Not for you? Something I'm super. Like, I, I enjoy them, but like the last one I really enjoyed was Far Cry 3, probably. Hmm? Uh. It's not that I dislike them when I play them, but it's sort of like, it'll come out. I might get it uh, when it comes out. I might get it at a later date. I'll play it. I'll enjoy it. But I pretty much know what to expect from that game, and I don't think it'll diverge too much from that. Yeah, I am... I am very much... I like Fire Cry a lot. I, you know me. I love a Ubisoft. Love Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm more upset about Rainbow than I am Fire Cry if I'm honest. But I can wait on both. I can wait. There's so many good games out there, dude. I can wait. I can wait. I can yeah. wait. Resident Evil's coming, Crush. Is that wild to you? Resident Evil 8's coming? Well, when does that get released again? Next year. No, oh, that's so far away, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's so One month. Away. Yeah. Almost. It's the 30th Whoa, today. One... Two months. It's two months in a two day, months, bro. Two months, two months in you a day. No one month. Sorry, months? I messed up. I messed up. Two months. And when Cyberpunk comes out, that takes my next six months of my life, bro. Wow, really? So technically, even if Resident Evil comes out before then, it doesn't come out until six months after that. <laughs> I did the math, bro. I'm sure you did. Sure you it did. It works out for me. Um, we already spoke about the uh, Cyberpunk uh, delay, so we'll move on to uh, what we alluded to yep. a little bit earlier, which is some Ubisoft news, which is Ubisoft details next-gen enhancements for Watch Dogs Legion, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and more. Watch Dogs Legion uh, will be getting a hardware-accelerated ray tracing on Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S, real-time ray tracing reflections, load times reduced by the Xbox Direct Storage, Smart Delivery offers a free upgrade on the Xbox One versions of games. Um, also, the same exact same thing coming up in Valhalla. You've got 4K60 on Series X. Uh, the velocity architecture and direct storage enables fast load speeds. Smart delivery, again, obviously on this game. Uh, also, the same thing comes in with um, Immortal Phoenix Rising. Uh, that also has HDR on the compatible screens. So you'll have that. Adobe Atmos and splattered audio technology adds to the immersion in that game as well. Strictly only talking about the um, Series X and Series X editions. Um, Far Cry 6, 4K60 on the Series X and included smart delivery and you have republic riders which is 4k 60 on the series x hdr and everything we've already said before also just dances <laughs> nice. uh, rainbow we already knew about rainbow six and the other stuff rainbow being 4k 120 is wild on console yeah wild yeah oh abs absolutely but we have no way of capturing 120 frames on console Yeah, but 
do you need to capture in 120 frames? When I, if I want to put up a dope video, yeah. See, I'm thinking business crash, not you. Yeah, this but is, I'm, I'm business too. But like 120 is like overkill for gameplay. No, it's, it is absolutely 100. It's overkill. Okay. Unless you're doing unless you're doing a, a tech video where you're breaking it down and comparing frame rates and all that stuff, it is overkill. You do not need to do a video in 120 frames per second. Okay. Almost no gameplay videos are 120 FPS. I might have a game this up. You have a video? Couldn't capture it even if I could did have. But if you but if you could, you'd be one of three people. No, there's videos out there. No, you're you're crazy. You're yeah. crazy. No, because you're crazy. Okay. You're you're absolutely We're not gonna wrong. Get into this. We're not you're gonna absolutely get into this. wrong. No. No, let's get into it. You're, you're absolutely wrong. wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Why am I wrong about this? Because you are. No, why am I wrong about this? Because I said so. Yeah, no, no, no. Explain why. I would, but you wanted to get into this. Explain why, please. Because more frames, bro. Okay. Why is it not a good thing? Aren't you going to answer my question? I answered it. I'm, More frames, Because it's bro. irrelevant. Because if people don't have monitors that can see it, what's the point? But, and also, like, the standard? The standard is 1080p 60. No, I'll... 4K 60 no. is going over. The standard is 1080p 60. I don't care what you say about 4K. <sighs> you have this whole thing about 4K, where, like, vlogging and stuff like that, 4K, sure. But gameplay, the standard, is not 4K. That is not a correct statement. That is not a true statement. On the next generation hardware, yeah, 4K 60 wait, 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 wait. will become is, will wait, no, be. No, no, no. Let me, hey, 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 let me, hey, okay, go, hey, go, will go, become go, 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 go standard. How do you know that? I'm, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. How do you know? I'm telling. So you have no proof. I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. Pizza <laughs> bet, pizza okay. bet, right now. Pizza bet. Pizza bet right now. Four K, four K sixty is going to be the standard for videos, for video game videos. For video, no, wait, for video game videos. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're. Yeah, about. from the upper. So okay, yes, yes. From, and here's the thing: you can't look at ten YouTubers and no, say, no, no, no. no. I'm saying we're talking about general. I'm saying you okay from content creators and people that produce content. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Look at what Elgato just put out with the iPhone, right? Now, mm -hmm. everybody has a 1080p cap webcam. Everybody. Yeah. So now everyone has to step up again. And that will become the new normal. Everybody who wants to make it, because what happens is, this is what happens in, in, in industry and in anyone who creates content, right? How do, you, how do you get above everybody else? By being unique or having stuff that other people don't have. So when everybody else is at 1080p now, everybody else will want to be at 4K. And the internet speeds but, are already, you can already stream in 4K. It is not the norm currently. When it comes to YouTube content, right? YouTube yeah. already prioritizes 4K content over 1080p content. Already. Because it looks better on the platform. They already prioritize those videos they put those videos in, in algorithms before other videos already. So it's already, you're already left behind. So it will become the new standard. Yes. 4K60 will become the new standard. Guarantee I, it. I disagree. Okay. I think there's so many people that make content and so many people who don't 
view it the same way as you do. Because a lot of for a lot of people who make content, video game content, use their stream. They use content they record on stream and they stream to Twitch. I disagree with you again. Do 4K. I di- you're you are talking about it from your perspective now, not from okay. the wider perspective of you don't watch YouTube like that. Like I watch actively watch lots of YouTube channels. Number one, so I can get like learn how to be better at my job. Okay. And number two, like yes, like the biggest some of the biggest channels in the world are already got videos out there that are doing 120 frames already like they're out there you can't capture it but they're already videos out there that are that is going to become the new norm if you buy if anybody buys a monitor nowadays if you were to go yeah. buy a monitor tomorrow you would not buy a bog standard 1080p monitor you wouldn't you wouldn't that's incorrect you would buy it so you're telling me you would you'd buy a bog standard 1080p monitor me? 1080 yeah. you'd buy that i'd buy a 1080 i call bullshit i don't think you would why? Because Why the price difference is coming down so much that they're becoming so affordable. Yeah, okay. But the more affordable it becomes, the cheaper the 1080 60 becomes. But, and somebody but again, who's waiting for it to be affordable. No, it, uh, you can already... I almost bought on my mom a TV the other day. Literally. Okay. Yeah. Literally was like... My mom was like, I want to get... My mom was like, can I have an Xbox? <laughs> and I was like, no, you can't have one of my Xboxes. And she was like, why not? I told her I got the Series X, so she went one of my old ones. And she was like, "Why not?" She's like, "I want, ne- I want Amazon." She said, "I want Amazon on my TV. Her TV's 720." Yeah. I was like, "I'm gonna. Why don't you just let me buy you a TV?" And she's like, "Cause my TV works. Why would I do that?" And I was like, "Well, cause you want you number one, you want Amazon and you want Netflix and blah 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 blah." So I was like, "I'll just buy you a TV." Went to go and look at a 1080p TV for her, and was like, "Oh, this is it was 170 pound." And I was like. There's a 4K one there for 200. There's no way I wasn't gonna buy her that 4K TV for the and it ain't like proper 4K like all of us when we're out here with our OLEDs and stuff like that. Like we are moving into the 4K era. Either you're go, we are, we are moving into the 4K era. You, it will become standard. I say in probably the next two years. You're already, we're already there, bro. Like I didn't, I wish I could talk more. Look at the games that are coming out. Look at all of the games that are coming out. Look at everything we just spoke about. about. Look at everything we just spoke about. All of Ubisoft games. 4K60, 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 4K60. I don't know. 4K120 will not become the standard. 4K60 is going to be... Why are we buying a £500 console? Not... I understand for the purpose of... I have to be very careful. uh, For the purpose of reload speeds and stuff like that, which you guys have obviously seen on the Xbox Wire. um, You also want it to look and run better. How do you... Resolution and... Ray tracing already makes it look better as well. So like your, your... 4K isn't the only way you make games look better. So even if you're talking about making games look better, 4K isn't the only way it does that. But that is going to become the new standard. It's the new buzzwords. Even even if you think, even if you don't, we know this, yeah, that you can make a ray tracing game at 1080 look better than a 4K game, right? Yeah. But you're not going to do that. You're going to make it 4K. Guarantee you. We've stuck on this too long now, but I guarantee you. Guarantee it. We'll see. We'll see. 
Next story, and there'll be our last one for this week. Head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, hints at one versus 100 style experience may return on the Xbox Series X. Uh, this one was written by Adam Bankhurst, my friend. Shout out to you, Adam. Quote, I just want to say, when our teams are trying to do new things we've never done before, I want to be 100% behind those things, Spencer said. Sometimes they'll turn out amazing. Sometimes they'll be a good le learning experience for us. But for all the fans who have been asking, we're going, we're going to try and make we're, sorry, we're going to make it good with you guys. We don't know exactly what it is yet. Thanks for hanging with us during these little experiments we've learned. Maybe we should be building our very own trivia game, like from our past that allows people to play trivia games more often. Maybe that could happen. So that's obviously where the quote is. Um, it doesn't specifically say one versus 100, but... It's one step closer, Crash. All he said is trivia. One step He's, closer. Look, this is going to end up being a Jackbox party pack type of game that you play with your friends. It's not one versus 100 fix. I'm going to let you know that right now. It could be. I want you to be prepared for it not to be one versus 100 because I feel like you're going to hype it in your head so much that it's one versus 100 and it's going to come out and it's going to be Jackbox party pack and you're just going to be like, what is this bull right here? I want I you to want be prepared this. for 4K60 to become the new. <laughs> I guess neither of us are going to be prepared for the future. <laughs> oh, yeah, Gears Pop's dead. Uh, games with gold. <laughs> games with gold this week. Uh, we have got. How do I say? Aragami. Ar yeah. I saw the Gami part. That's what scared me. Aragami? It's like origami with an A at the front. I thought it was like Aragami. Yeah, Aragami. Yeah, Aragami. Aragami Shadow Edition, uh, available November 1st to November 30th. Uh, Swim Sanity, available November 16th to December 15th. Full uh, Spectrum Warrior, available November 1st to November 15th. And Lego Indiana Jones, available November 16th to November 30th. One of the first games I ever played with Halo. Really? Lego Indiana Jones, one of the first. One of. Okay. We started off with Are you guys gonna... FIFA and then Left 4 Dead and then we got into the Lego game. Why did you guys start off at FIFA? I don't know. I, I think it's, I used to play a lot. Obviously, I was playing FIFA when we first started yeah. dating, obviously, all of the time. So I think like she was just like, oh, teach me to play FIFA. And not being funny, if you can learn to play FIFA, you can learn to play anything. Because FIFA's not like, it's not terrible to learn, but it's not, it's not easy. Multiple players and yeah, different buttons. There's a lot, a lot to it. Like, yeah, multitasking and paying attention. Just a love Left for Dead though. Uh, can I be honest? I really dislike Left for Dead. I need to get rid of you on this podcast, dude. Yeah, like Left for Dead. Do. Don't get me wrong, Left for Dead. I do think Left for Dead's a little bit overrated. I think it's a great game. I, I just think it is. A, I think it's a little bit overrated. If I'm being honest, I, I just want to clarify. I don't think it's a bad game. I just don't like it. But I, I also don't like like the Horde survival type of games, which is basically what Left 4 Dead is. Play the game that has a Horde mode in it. I play, I play Gears 5. When did you play Gears 5? This morning. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Why do you have that smile on your face? No reason. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here, Crash. What you got to plug this week, my friend? Um, 
this week I have a very important thing to plug. Um, if you live in America, voting time is uh, upon us. I implore everybody, go out and vote. And then even past uh, this voting time for the next president, just keep voting. Vote for your local stuff. Vote for mayors. Vote for all that stuff because all that stuff is important. And if you want to bring about change and whatever you hope to accomplish, you have to vote on every level available to you in your local area. It is very important you do that. I just wanted to put out a reminder out there. Vote, please. So when do we get the results for this? Um, you don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I, I didn't mean I to. Yeah, I didn't need to. I, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, it's one of those things where we know it's important, obviously. And please, I totally yeah. agree with you, Crash. Vote, 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 vote. Be the change you want in this world. Don't leave it up to somebody else. And I understand your system's super weird, and you might go to yourself, "Oh yeah, but my state's gonna lose anyway." Like, don't make them lose because of you. Yeah. In it's, it's just, in whatever it's, way it's, you're going. Yeah. I know which way I want you to go, but when, wherever way you're going, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> it's just important. Honestly, it is really important to vote. Uh, I, I had a, a geography teacher uh, in high school who would teach um, immigrants who came to America for their uh, American citizenship test. And one of the things that they were always most excited about becoming American citizens for was the right to vote because wherever they came from, a lot of places in the world, like, it is a privilege to vote. It's not really a right to vote. It is a privilege to be able to vote in your country because yeah. a lot of places in the world don't have a voting system. It is sort of like whoever's in charge is in charge or the voting system's absolutely rigged. Yeah. Uh, so it is something that if you have it available to you, be you anywhere in the world where you can vote for whoever is in charge, you should really take the opportunity and just sort of put your voice out there. Um, yeah, I just like, go vote, please. <laughs> do as the man says he doesn't plug often please <laughs> uh yeah two videos gone up obviously you've got the xbox series x unboxing and the xbox series x vlog both up on youtube.com slash mc fixer that's m-c-f-i-x-e-r and youtube.com slash my xbox and me uh go hit the subscribe button on both of those we're trying to grow my channel trying to get to five thousand but my xbox and me is well on its way now to two thousand so if you're someone that listens to this please take the time out of your day to go and subscribe to both of those channels go follow myself twitch.tv slash mcfixer and twitch.tv slash freshnick play no Kreshnik, just Kreshnik. um you can follow me at mcfixer on twitter and crash is at Kreshnik plays until next time we have got a special episode coming very very soon but until then i will love you leave you and see you all later thank you very much for your time and goodbye goodbye